This podcast is a production of Phoenix Media. Explore more episodes of this show and other great shows on the Phoenix Media Podcast Network by visiting phoenixmedia.us. The views expressed do not necessarily represent those of the company or its advertisers and may contain language that's unsuitable for younger listeners. I'm about to do to you what Limp Bizkit did to music in the late 90s. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Phoenix Radio Show. It is Thursday, July 8th. We are your daily dose of laughs and levity in a crazy, crazy world. I'm joined by my co-host, the savage one, Mr. Tony Spark. Tony, how you doing today? Hey, Christian, I'm doing good, buddy. Uh, Back in uh, my room or studio, whatever you want to call it, back in Fort Collins. Had a uh, great week out with you and uh, and everybody else, the fam, the friends, uh, Felt good to sleep in my own bed. Did it last night. It was good. I'm like, sure. Holy hell! I ran the house. No AC. No fans on when I was gone. Walked in last night. It was 82 degrees in the house. Oof. It was hot. How long? Hey, but that portable AC turned it on while I did all my stuff. Watched Loki. Yada yada. Dude, by the time I got upstairs, it was 68 degrees in my room, and Ooh. it was a okay. You know. So nice. Yeah, I was. I was even going to ask how long it took to cool everything down, but. Uh, yeah, luckily that little portable uh, AC unit just does wonders. It helps, yeah. Uh, checked it this morning with the door open, a couple of windows open to bring the air down overnight. Dropped it from 81 to 75, so All right. got it got it down to where I normally could get it. So Nice, nice. Yeah, it's always uh, wonderful sleeping in your own bed. I mean, even if it is <laughs> yeah. hot as hell, but, uh, you know, there's always something about sleeping in somebody else's bed that's just not quite totally comfortable regardless of how comfortable the bed is is itself but you know your own bed is is, it's just like home absolutely hey but it was a great week and uh ready for a fun show ready to get back at it and uh yeah all right well let's go ahead and kick things off the way we do each and every day with a question for my co-host tony pretend that you are joey chestnut nathan's hot dog eating contest champion of um, course, ain't a lot of wieners. You gotta just jab them, slab them, and wrap them. <laughs> of course, they hold the uh, contest every Fourth of July weekend. Disgusting. He downed seventy-six hot dogs, almost twenty-three thousand calories. If that was you, what would you have to do to burn off those twenty-three thousand calories? Oh my God, uh, I would have to be not just you, the days at the gym would be longer. They would be, <laughs> you know. It'd be like four to five hours a day on the treadmill. Oh, gosh. it! I don't know what to do. I can't even fathom eating that. I can barely even make it through a hamburger anymore. Yeah, I mean, that's essentially yeah. 10 days worth of caloric intake all in about 10 minutes that he downed. Yeah, it's disgusting. 
And the fact that he's done this every year and he can keep beating his record blows my mind. Like, I can't imagine the dump that this guy takes when he's done or how much this dude pukes after. I'm he's sure that's, to, He's yeah. got to puke his brains out because if you look at the guy, he's not like this big morbidly obese dude or anything. No, like, no. Yeah, he's not the skinniest dude, but he sure is not the fattest. He's not very <laughs> fat, but... I, I don't know, man. It just like you ever watch those uh, hot dog eating contests? It's mind blowing how they do it. You know, it's if, disgusting. Yeah. It's a dip in water, and it's like a one Ugh. stroke. Just <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't it's, do it's, it. It's, no, no. I mean, I I appreciate hot dogs enough for what they are that that would just make me never want them again. But uh, with all that being said, somebody has done the figures on what it would take to burn off those calories. So, uh, Tony, you're a runner. If you were running, you would have to run 220 miles in order to burn off that large amount of calories. That's essentially from New York City to Boston, um, or the equivalent of about 36 hours of running. Oof. Yeah, yeah. And because you, that you can't do that straight, so you know, like, it, you, oh, that calories would stick. Wow. Yeah, you'd have to pull a Forrest Gump just to uh, to burn those off. Uh, if you were swimming, tone, it would take you about twenty eight hours of swimming. Of course, uh, you know your arms would get tired and uh, it'd be difficult to breathe. But uh, could you imagine for a day and four hours of basically straight swimming just to burn off those twenty three thousand calories? Whoa, yo. <laughs> not a good swimmer anyways. I like to swim. I'm just not very good. So it probably take longer. Exactly. Um, what well, wouldn't take as long if you were cycling or biking, uh, about 29 hours to burn that off. That's the equivalent of about 440 miles or the distance between Boston and Washington, D.C. Oof. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Just all 10 minutes worth of food intake is is absolutely crazy but you know these guys train obviously they don't go in there cold but uh what was he something like uh 30 hot dogs more than his closest competitor no oh, yeah he blew him out of the water the guy couldn't keep up nope nope not at all i like the old days when he had uh, uh kobayashi yeah, the, uh, kobayashi yeah yep. <laughs> those were fun ones those because uh, kobayashi was he was the champ for the long time and then they went back and forth for a bit yeah, and I don't think Kobayashi can uh, compete anymore. I think he did something to blow his stomach out or his throat or something along those lines. Yeah, well, that's what happens. Because you know they got to practice uh, this year-round where they got to do competitive food eating. So it's not just like this one-off nope. for the big event. There's a lot of practice and a lot of gorging. And I just – just anything like that, food challenges, like – Watching him, like watching the guy on Food Network, the the new man versus food. Uh-huh. Like when I watch him eat, I kind of just I get turned off and I never want to eat because he's just <laughs> he's kind of a slob. He's got goop and crap on his face while he's eating, and it just I just picture I'm like, man, if that guy's taking a dump and you're in that, it's got to smell like death. Oh, absolutely, like, just disgusting. And he looks at the camera, he's all happy, and I'm like, there's a reason why the original host doesn't do the show anymore. That dude got fatter and fatter by the episodes, and then finally it was like he disappeared. Now he's back to being slim, but oh my god, he's had to have done some number on his arteries and stuff. <laughs> yeah, I'd I'd much rather enjoy my food. Speaking yeah. of enjoying things, it is Thursday, and we've got a wonderful show lined up for you guys today. Let's talk about today's show, shall we? The third day, all right? Monday, one day. Tuesday, two day. Wednesday, when? Huh? What day? Thursday. <laughs> the third day, okay? 
It is Thursday, the third day, and as we do on Thursdays, we explore America's penis and the strange things that happen down there. My favorite segment of the week, Florida Man. We've got a segment called Movie Walkout, and of course, we close out the day with This Day in History. Folks, do not go anywhere. We will be right back. Something right here, aha! Uh-huh. It's the Loot Crate subscription box, yeah! With an exclusive loot on surprises delivered to your door every month! Just pick up your favorite geeky genre, daddy! <laughs> From the original Loot Crate, the Loot Crate DX collectible boxes, dude! Cowabunga! To the Loot Gaming video game box! Woohoo! Yeehoo! Wowzers! With crates starting as large as 11 dollars per month, those are backs just about for all collectors. To get your geek on, head over to phoenixmedia.us forward slash loot crate and claim your exclusive offer. That's f-e-n-i-x media.us forward slash loot crate. Great Scott! Snap into a loot crate, it. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. And we are back, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. We've got a thing we talk about each episode. It is the Phoenix Line, our 24-hour-a-day, seven-day-a-week voicemail line, giving you guys the opportunity to chime in on anything whatsoever. Maybe you down 76 hot dogs in 10 minutes worth about 23,000 calories. We want to hear about it. Give us a call at 855-PHOENIX-RADIO. That's 855-F-E-N-I-X-R-D-O or 855-336-4973. All we ask is that you keep it entertaining. We'll compile those together, put them out in a future show. Now it is Thursday, and as we do on Thursdays, again, my favorite segment of the week, we explore America's penis and the strange things that happen down there. Yes, Tony's here to take us through Florida Man. Are you share with us? The male erection, uh, pitching a tent, sporting wood, bicycles formed, marches on. Hey, Jonathan. Stiff, stiffy Mr. Mortis. <laughs> Rigor Mortis is set in. Flesh rocket, uh, Jack's magic beanstalk, tall Tommy, mushroom on a stick, Mr. Mushroom head, purple-headed yogurt slinger. <laughs> and uh, Pedro. Pedro? Yes, Pedro. Pedro? (laughs) Well, speaking of Pedro, this is the perfect start to the Florida Man stories today. As we go down to Orlando. Oh, boy. As Florida Man continues to create some outrageous headlines, mostly when it comes to crime. The latest, obviously, starts out in Orlando, where I said, uh, man, it was busted for drug possession, according to... To the smoking gun, this went down after rocks of crystal meth were found in the man's foreskin of his penis. Ow! This man has, has been ID'd as 30-year-old Shaft Bang Adams. His first name is really Shaft. And it's what it says. Say what? Says 
Shaft Bang Adams, and he's got crystal meth in his foreskin of his Pedro. <laughs> the purple-headed yogurt slinger has got drugs on the mind. I digress. Uh, the, the incident occurred last week when police underwent a search on him and labeled the meth <clears throat> found in his penis as four crystal rocks, white in color. What led to the situation happening was Adams was driving without a license. Full list of charges on the table for Adams are drug possession, introducing contraband into a penal institution. <laughs> in more ways than one. <laughs> yeah, but fortunately was able to post $2,000 bond. His record has definitely been wild, and he's been arrested more than 20 times, as the crimes include domestic assault, battery, possession of a controlled substance, possession of a firearm by a convicted felon, and false imprisonment. Um, looks like a real winner, and to quote Jim Carrey or Reed Fletcher, Stop breaking the law, asshole! Oh, good for you. Oh, geez. So, yeah, pulled over for that. Had drugs in his penis. But uh, I promise that, that that should be the last uh, Pedro store for a bit. Okay. As we go to Fort Myers, Florida, where a thief pressed his luck, looting a load of lottery tickets from a Gulf Coast convenience store. Then he returned to the scene to swipe the safe. The double-dipping all caught on camera inside the Fort Myers, Florida store with police there releasing the video showing the man walking in, wrestling with the lottery ticket machine, then taking off with as many tickets as he could manage. He must have been feeling lucky because he returned in different clothing with two targets for his second go-around, the cash register and the safe. His luck ran out, though. As it turns out, they were empty. Police are hoping the public can put him in a different set of clothing. One belonged to a jail inmate. So it doesn't show he got caught, but because he had a mask on and he just went in. But what an idiot. It's only a matter of time. Stupid is, stupid does, sir. Yeah, it's perfectly said because that is true. Um, Let's see. This one, okay, never mind. It was something about a guy suing for his invisible art, but the article was not there. It was just a blip. It was an so, invisible article. It was an invisible article. <laughs> there you go. So we're going to move on. We're going to go to Palm Beach, uh, where uh, shoplifting is on the is on the agenda today. Unable to amend his carnivorous habit, a man set his sights on several packages of steaks at a store on Rosemary Avenue. With a hankering for red meat but short on cash, what else was he to do? He went with walk out of the store without paying. His plan was pretty much doomed from the start, however, as an employee saw the theft and quickly alerted a police officer. At that point, the chase was on. The idea of a juicy steak likely lost some of its appeal when he realized the police were pursuing him. He dropped the packages as he sprinted along Evernina Street towards Sapia Avenue. After a pretty substantial run, police caught him in the 600 block of 2nd Street, much like his strategy for stealing. Would have been better if it was Sesame Street. (laughs) His plan for evading capture was equally inept. First, he attempted to hide behind some bushes. He even managed to slip out of his sweater as an officer grabbed him. He then tried hiding inside a garbage can. Again, on Sesame Street would have been awesome. As officers removed him from the trash receptacle, he began yelling, It wasn't me! I'm not the guy! He played. He was placed under arrest. The stakes were worth approximately $80. Get in my belly! 
What an idiot. It wasn't, it wasn't me. wasn't me. I was running, just jogging down the street. I don't know why you guys were chasing me. Oh, man. Here's a chick that's uh, a little bit spacey and probably led uh, led her to her doom. Uh, but a 70-year-old Gulf Breeze woman faces multiple charges after allegedly intentionally ramming into cars on U.S. Highway 98, causing multiple accidents and driving away. She was eventually caught in Panama City after driving into the side of a moving train. She told authorities she was attempting to get to a space shuttle launch at Cape Canaveral and that she was going to the moon. That's... Has the planet gone mad? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I gotta get on it. I gotta get the shuttle. You know, be funny is it? waiting for me. If she really was an astronaut who was late for a shuttle launch, that would oh, be God, hilarious. That would have been awesome. Uh, no one believed her. She caused a lot of chaos. Oh, I'm you know? sure. Wow. Okay. Well, here's a here's a celebrity Florida man. I don't know how celebrity is, but uh, WWE star Jimmy Uso was arrested for a DUI again after cops said he was driving in Florida with a breath alcohol content of .205. TMZ Sports have reported. According to police docs, Uso, real name Jonathan Fatu, was pulled over at around 10.35 p.m. on Monday in Pensacola after cops said he ran a red light after being clocked going 50 miles per hour in a 35. In the docs, officers say subsequent questioning, sorry, they smelled booze on the 35-year-old, so they asked him to exit his Dodge Charger. Cops say when Uso got out of his vehicle, he was noticeably swaying and claimed that Uso had told them he had consumed multiple beers before getting behind the wheel. Officers say Uso went on to bomb field sobriety tests, so they arrested him. In the docs claim, Uso's breath alcohol content came back at 0.202.205, well above Florida's legal limit of 0.08. According to jail records, Uso was booked on a misdemeanor DUI charge. He's currently still behind bars. Police talk show Uso was also hit with citations for speeding, running a red light. His current bond is set at 500, but this is the second in the last two years that he's been accused of drunk driving and booked for, as he was booked for a DUI in Pensacola back in 2019. Uh, not a good thing for, uh, for a guy that's currently with the WWE and, uh, Apparently a part of some big storylines there, so that's not good. Uh, not really much of a Florida man, more of this just celebrity that got busted in Florida. Way to go, a-hole! Back to the wild crazy of Florida. This was uh, in tune with what happened over the weekend. Ahead of the weekend of the 4th of July, America's Independence Day, residents of Cape Coral Canal in Florida were woken up by fireworks. But not what you're thinking of. On the night of June 25th, Sarah Warnicki could hear a man screaming very loudly at 3 a.m. in night. When she went out, there was not much to see, so she shouted, telling him to shut up. To that, the man pretended to be a firework and yelled, conveying that fireworks were really annoying and people should stop doing it in the middle of the night. He was caught on a security tape screaming firework noises across the canal in southern eastern 10th Avenue, of the town. In the video, a man can can be heard screaming, firecracker, firecracker, boom! To that Warnack shout, shut up! Replying to her, he screamed using explicitives, bottle rocket, yeah, it's bleeping annoying, isn't it? Quit bleeping doing it in the middle of the night. I'm a firecracker, boom! 
He seemed to be upset that people were celebrating early. When a reporter from the news channel went door to door in the neighborhood asking people if they were angry at the man, no one admitted uh, no one admitted and the identity of the man remains a mystery. So uh, so I guess that's a good way to um, protest late night fireworks. So, Isn't that weird? Yeah. <laughs> you know that's you know? that's a video that I would want to get my hands on just to see. Uh, <laughs> it's crazy what people will do. Well, what, what's the old adage, right? Two wrongs don't make a right. Exactly. Kinda, that, that's perfect example. So <laughs> there you go. Crazy stuff out of Florida. Next week, I've got uh, a guy stabbing a, an employee at Home Depot. Eh, devil made somebody do something. Uh, eh, some other piled crazy stories will happen, too. So next week in Florida, man, more crazies. You never can run out of them. Nice little tease. Well, folks, that does do it for Florida Man. When we come back, we've got a segment called Movie Walkout. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. Now back to the show indeed. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show and we are all over social media with many of you watching us as we speak on Facebook Live or YouTube Live. Now if you do want to enjoy this show from the comfort of your own home or on the go, you can download the ngbn.tv application on your smart TV or your mobile device. Just Pull up the Phoenix Media channel and you can get this great show and other great Phoenix Media shows at the same time. Now, if you want to get a hold of me on social, I'm available at facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio. That's Christian with a K, Phoenix with an F, radio, of course, with an R, or on Instagram and Twitter at Phoenix Media Radio. Tony's available at facebook.com forward slash Tony Spark. That's S-P-A-R-K 81, or on Instagram at Tony.SanFilippo81. Now, in this segment, I want to talk a little bit about, uh, you know, walking out on movies. You know, there's often times that you think back about uh, movies, you know, I really should have walked out on. It was terrible. I stuck with it. Don't know why. Uh, A recent one that comes to mind is the uh, Jason Statham, Guy Ritchie movie, uh, Wrath of Man. It just (laughs) didn't get any better. I don't see it based on your review. Isn't that funny? (laughs) Like, reviews are... You can try to trust people because sometimes people have different opinions, but uh, you and I like pretty much the same movies. Uh, oof. Exactly. I, just, I, tr- I trust it, so I will I will not be seeing it. <laughs> but the one that mostly comes to mind for me is way back uh, the Ashton Kutcher, uh, Sean William Scott movie, uh, Dude Wears Dude My Car. Dude Wears My Car. God, aside from the and then scene at the uh, drive through the rest of it was just garbage. Should have stood up, walked out at that point, but... Uh, that's sort of the regrets that I have. Uh, any specific movie come to mind for you, Tom? Regrets? Re- yeah, reg- I wish uh, most recent, uh, well, it's not even recent anymore, probably within the last couple of years, was The Gambler with Mark Wahlberg. Okay. Uh, I went with my buddy Paul and Jeff, and uh, oh my, it was, that movie was awful. It was just so bad, and it just kept getting worse, and I just... There's one movie I can remember where I was just like, I really want to get up and leave. Like, I don't want to watch this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember a movie I've actually walked out on, though. I can't. I don't think I've. 
I'm sure I have, mm-hmm. but uh, there's nothing other than The Gambler was the most recent one that I've seen in theaters that I can remember just cringing and being like, God, can this just be over? <laughs> and they sat through the whole thing. But yeah, bad movie, man. Yeah, yeah. I like to give movies the benefit of the doubt, but unfortunately, some are just not worth it. Yeah. So this is why we do the Paul Blart rule at home. Exactly. Well, this is where I, me and my ex came up with that because we watched Paul Blart from home and we were just like, that movie sucked. Yep. And and so now it's that 10, 15 minute rule, whatever you want to give yourself in this bit. Yeah, my attention's not there. Bye. <laughs> yeah, we adopted that. We call it the 20 minute rule as well. But with that being said, I've got a list of uh, movies that people have either walked out on or should have walked out on based on their selection. We'll see if you agree, Tone. So uh, here is our list of movie walkout. Wow. Wow! This from from user C-Mare said, uh, Our Idiot Brother, that's the movie with uh, Paul Rudd. Honestly, I've never seen it, but they said, I should have walked out of the theater. I was very tempted, but I didn't. Other people did, though. I couldn't tell you what was so bad about it, though, because I blocked it from my memory. All I know is that it was terrible and horribly unfunny. Again, I haven't seen it, Tone. I don't know if you have, but uh, apparently it's not a movie that I plan on seeing now based off of that. Mm, no, can't say I've seen it. I, I'm trying to think. My Idiot Brother, and it had Paul Rudd in it? It did, yeah. He's got like long hair, a beard. He's usually pretty good in everything he does, but I don't know. Yeah, I didn't see that one. I, I remember seeing trailers and stuff for it, but I, I didn't see it. All right, fair enough. This next one I know you've seen. Wow. Wow. <laughs> From user Create It Yourself, The Blair Witch Project. They said three college students lost in the woods, yet any Boy Scout can tell you to follow a river or stream, and you will come to homes or a village since people usually live near water. Also, two grown men who are afraid of taking the damn map from a five-foot-tall woman because she said so. Um, I actually was working at the movie theaters. I was a supervisor there when that movie came out. I didn't have people walk out for that reason. I had people walk out over motion sickness, and actually we yeah. cleaned up uh, a couple uh, vomit piles because people just couldn't handle the handheld camera. But, uh, you know, that's the only reason I've seen people walk out. Uh, Tone you is that a movie you would have walked out I, on? No, I saw it. I remember seeing it because, like, remember they hyped it up to be like real footage like it was based on true events and it was obviously not it was totally that was the marketing point it really wasn't that good of a movie it was just people in the woods running around with the camera and right. <laughs> until the end and then you see something but that's that's it but uh you know i think nowadays maybe the motion sickness but i remember sitting through it so yeah yeah the second one was terrible i would have walked out on that one uh the first one oh, was yeah. sort of well, a novelty was, and the second so- one was super like hollywood budget like yep. yeah <laughs> well let's keep moving on with movie walkout wow Here's one I definitely uh, would have walked out on if I had seen it in theaters uh, from Katie47FD. Freddie got fingered. She said, I made it to the part where Tom Green swings an infant around by its umbilical cord. At that point, I decided I had enough. What a waste of money. Uh, It didn't get any better from there. It was a terrible, terrible movie. Oh, gosh, that's probably one of the worst movies I've ever seen. It was bad. Other than that, Daddy, would you like some sausage? Daddy, would you like some sausages? Like that part, like I still can quote, and it's funny, but that 
the movie itself was weird. Tom Green was terrible. Yeah. Like, yeah. He, I don't know how anyone thought that guy was funny. He was just a really weird guy, and his sense of humor was strange. I'm just glad he was sort of a blip in our zeitgeist of, uh, you know, famous people. He had his 15 yeah, minutes of fame, and then he disappeared. I did enjoy him in Road Trip, but he played himself. He just he just kind of, like, was weird with the snake, and yeah. uh, that was about <laughs> it, yeah. But even in there, you only got maybe 10 minutes of screen time with him, so. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't long. Yep. Like, if it was based around him, it would have been bad. <laughs> well, let's keep rolling on with Movie Walkout. Wow. This one from user Bridget Velez says, The movie is pitch perfect. Says, I truly believe hell is a never-ending loop of cups. And I truly believe that uh, I can't stand that movie. I can't stand any of its sequels. And I'd be okay never hearing that little cups, you know, drum beat ever again. Yeah. Well, I've only watched, I think, 20 minutes of it. So that's, that's probably all I ever need to see. <laughs> Well, let's keep rolling on with Movie Walkout. Wow. Here's one. I haven't seen a single minute of any of the movies. The trailers were enough to turn me off from it. But uh, Dancer 3205, Breaking Dawn Part 2, of course, that's part of the Twilight Saga, says, I made it maybe 20 to 30 minutes and had to stop. The dialogue was so horrible. Bad acting, too. As soon as Bella screamed at Jacob about imprinting on her baby, weird on its own, and Kristen screamed, you nicknamed her after the Loch Ness Monster? Oof, Major Crim, Cringe. Still haven't sat through the and watched the rest. Uh, I won't even get that far, but uh, yeah, Kristen Stewart is, uh, she's got the acting capability of a cardboard box to me, so uh, I, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't put myself through it. No, it was pretty, uh, I, from what I remember seeing some of them, I didn't, like, because uh, my ex used to watch them, and uh, I remember seeing some of them, and I'm just like, yeah, not for me. No. So I've caught, so like that scene, I, I do recall what that person's cringing about. I remember seeing it, and I, I didn't know what that was going on. <laughs> I'm so sorry you had to see that. Yep. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, let's move on with Movie Walkout, speaking of which. Wow. <laughs> this one I totally disagree with. User The Kelly Kid said the movie Neighbors... I love Seth Rogen movies. My husband loves any dumb comedy. You think it'd be good? Nope. We both wanted to turn it off halfway through. Dumb AF. I don't know. I enjoyed the hell out of that movie. I liked the sequel to it, but, uh, you know, maybe they just weren't in the right mood for it. Yeah, you gotta be in a mood. If you, it's a Seth Rogen movie. You, you gotta know what's coming. I, I thought it was pretty good. <laughs> I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, you know, and it's it, it is what it is. You can't go in with bigger expectations than no. a stupid slapsticky Seth Rogen comedy. Yeah, when it is what it is. I but I really did like it. I thought it was pretty funny. <laughs> so I'm with you. I don't agree on that one. Moving on, movie walkout. Wow. Wow. <laughs> this from MK Jono said the movie Assassin's Creed. I realized 15 oh. minutes in that I didn't care, nor did I remember what was going on in those 15 minutes. I kind of tend to agree. You know, you think it would be a great movie. The set pieces look great. Michael Fassbender's a wonderful actor, but uh, traditionally, video game movies are not wonderful, and this was certainly one of those. Yeah, no, um, I remember trying to watch this at home, and I had to stop. It, it was it was bad. <laughs> Oh, and then finally, Tony, I know this Not one. House of Dead bad, but bad. No, that was pretty bad. I know this one holds a special place in your heart with movie walkouts. Wow. 
from Sweet D Marie 686. The movie is A Nightmare on Elm Street 2010. I was personally offended by the Nightmare on Elm Street remake. I sat through it, but it was only because I paid for the ticket, so I was going to watch it. Not a great remake. Uh, disappointing no, on so many fronts. You and I saw that in Vegas when it came out, and I was so excited because the trailer made it look so creepy, minus Jackie Earl Haley's face when they showed him. I couldn't get past uh, Chipmunk Freddy. I'm like, right. this is stupid. <laughs> this is stupid. Bring back the prime. Welcome to prime time, bitch. Give me that one. Yeah, nothing scary about a four-foot-tall anyway. uh, Freddy Krueger, right? No. no, if I'm taller than Freddy, dude, no. Exactly. Well, folks, that does it for this segment of Movie Walkout. When we come back, we're heading to the final segment of the day. It's time for This Day in History. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. And we are back, folks, to the fourth and final segment of this episode of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. Now, if you missed a portion of the show or you want to go back and catch up on any of the previous shows, it's easy enough to do so. Head over to phoenixmedia.us, click on the show's link, scroll on down to the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. From there, you can get video, you can get audio as well, or... Head over to wherever you get podcasts. Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor Breaker, TuneIn, iHeart, Doozer, Dozer, Geezer, Gozer. Are you a god? What? Bite my shiny metal ass. <laughs> I'll take that as a no. While you're there, be sure to subscribe. That way you always have the latest episode. Leave a review. Let us know what you think and tell your friends because why, Tone? Sharing is caring. Like, subscribe, follow, tweet, retweet. You know the deal. Do Just it. Support. <laughs> Supporting us so we can put out more new content for you. Exactly. Well, folks, as we like to do in this segment is drop a little knowledge on you, hopefully make you laugh at the same time. It is time for This Day in History. Reversing the globe for the stories that turn the world on its head. It's This Day in History with your correspondent on the beat. Christian Phoenix. Thanks, Siri. All right, kicking things off on this day in history, this day in 1283, the War of the Sicilian Vespers, Battle of Malta. I really only picked this one because in the picture, you've got the one guy who's like, what the hell? He's given that, that hand signal we were talking what's about in the car. Can't we all get along? And why is Jimmy passed out on the damn floor? And why were they fighting over scooters? Sicilian Vespas, yeah. right? It was, yeah. And the one girl hanging on like, oh, gosh, Jimmy, help me. <laughs> and like kid Loki's running by with his like TVA or poker eraser. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on this day in 1776, Colonel John Nixon gives the first public reading of the Declaration of Independence to an assemblage of citizens in Philadelphia. Let's see it being the eighth. That's four days after it was signed. Why wait so long? Yeah, well, that's what Andrew Nixon's great, great, great cousin Colonel does, you know? Yeah, yeah. They, they wait. And of course, you know, it wasn't like uh, they could do it out over the internet for everybody yeah. to see. So only the people in Philadelphia knew they were free. Nobody else did that, at that point. That freaking John Hancock signature. <laughs> freaking huge. Rolling on this day in 1835, the Liberty Bell cracks again. I didn't realize uh, it cracked twice. I, I only thought it cracked once. Yeah. You know, crack kills, folks. 
It does. This it wasn't hiding it in his foreskin in that one. <laughs> right. Ooh. That'd be a big foreskin. This day in 1836, Charles Darwin reaches St. Helena in the HMS Beagle and takes up lodgings near the tomb of Napoleon. And uh, I just picture him on the back of Clifford the Big Red Dog. because. Uh, uh, why and name Clifford, it the HMS Beagle? He, yeah, he's riding, he's riding the big Clifford and then Napoleon's tomb. Only this time Charles is having something from the Piggly Wiggly. Exactly. <laughs> well, let's roll on this day in 1853. Commodore Matthew Perry sails his frigate Susquehanna into Tokyo Bay, opening Japan to Western influence and trade. Could I be any more in Japan? <laughs> Different Matthew what Perry. A, what a friend. <laughs> he's not just a commodore he's a friend exactly let's keep rolling on this day in 1889 john l sullivan successfully defends last officially sanctioned bare knuckle world heavyweight prize fighting championship jake kilrain's trainer throws in the towel after 75 one minute rounds near hadesburg mississippi 75 rounds bare knuckle man those guys were badasses and he had the mustache. Come on, you fisticuffs. Totally. One minute round, 75. I'm John Sullivan. He <laughs> looks like if that was him today, he'd look like he's one of those guys from the Twitter videos I sent you from the Juggalos. Right. We're all called Juggalos, and you don't, you don't mess around with us. And then, like, oh, gosh, just some of the stupidest things on the Internet with people like that. He looks like the the guy from those jib jab videos. Uh, I forget the commercials. The brilliant. Oh yeah, <laughs> he does, man. What a stash. Let's keep moving on. This day in 1902, Baltimore manager John McGraw is accused by AL President Ban Johnson of trying to wreck the Orioles and Washington Senators. Negotiates his release from the Orioles, having already signed with the New York Giants. Being that he already signed with them, I would assume that he probably was trying to sabotage both teams. Probably like this is probably why it's a good thing that, um, you know, you only get uh, one president and stuff, you know, it's just crazy. And in the picture, it looks like he's, he's on two teams. He looks like a like a jerk. He's got this giant head and it looks like he's wearing one of those little like split down the middle toupees like it just goes. Yeah, just, <laughs> he does. He's got a Twinkie head. He does. He looks like a big Twinkie. <laughs> well, let's keep moving on. This day in 1913, Alfred Carlton Gilbert's patent for the Erector Set oh, yeah. is issued. <laughs> it becomes one of the most popular toys of all time. No, it's yeah. actually the precursor to Lincoln Logs, which is the precursor to Lego. Um, great invention. And uh, I actually remember playing with the Erector Sets I, when I was a kid. Yeah, I, had the, I had the Erector Set. Uh, no pun intended. Well. No, no, that you have from day one, but uh, if you're a boy. Um, <clears throat> but, yeah, those were a lot of fun. And then you could get, like, batteries and you could make little cranes and stuff like that. It was yeah. cool stuff. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Let's move on. This day, 1951, Yankee Joe DiMaggio and manager Casey Stengel feud. I wonder who came out ahead in that one. Everybody yeah. remembers Kay. DiMaggio's name. Yeah. Wow. Didn't get along well. Crazy. <laughs> Tony, did you say, wow? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> oh, let's keep moving on. Ah, oh, let's see. This day in 1979, the Voyager 2 takes the first ever photo of Jupiter's satellite Adrastea. 
I think I'm saying that correctly. But uh, yeah, back in 1979, that's a big feat to get a photo of something so far away. Yeah, absolutely. Wow, that's crazy. That that does that does warrant a wow. It, it makes it you feel does. kind of small around here. So it, it kind of does. Good job, man. That's a. Uh, Moving on this day in 1982, Billy Martin records his 1,000th career win as a manager. Crazy thing is you don't hear Billy Martin's name up there with other great managers like Tommy Lasorda, for instance. No, that that is weird. You do hear a lot of Tommy, but you don't hear a lot of him. But, you know. I like Turtle. I just wanted to play it. (laughs) Had to get it in once, right? (laughs) Yeah. Had no rhyme or reason right there. Moving on this day in 1988, Stevie Wonder announces he will run for mayor of Detroit in 1992. I just wonder what he thought when he saw the results of that polling. Ooh. Because he didn't actually see it. No, he didn't. Well, did he even, did he even run? I have no idea. Wow. Once again, I wish they sort of expanded on things. but Yeah, they kind of just tell you, that's kind of neat. Yeah. I'm assuming he didn't win. You would have heard about it. Probably not. Moving on this day in 1994, the preliminary trial rules there is enough evidence to try O.J. Simpson. Of course, this was in the murder trial where he was uh, acquitted um, inexplicably. But uh, he got his comeuppance a few years later when he spent uh, some time in jail for um, armed robbery, actually. Yeah, stealing his uh, memorabilia back. Exactly. (laughs) Uh, Let's move on. This day in 1996, British girl group The Spice Girls released their debut single, Wannabe, in the UK. Um, Obviously, it came here just a short bit later, but uh, you couldn't escape radio, TV, anything without hearing that one and only song. Uh, They're pretty much one-hit wonders. They went big. Well, unless you liked them. They they did have a lot of songs, but that was their big one. Yeah, I, I couldn't name another song off the made, top of my they head. Made a, they, made a, they made a movie, too, Spice World. That's right. Remember? Ugh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I that, worked at the video store during that one. That's one I would have walked out on. Yeah. Well, being having been with a girl, you know, from the 90s and stuff, you know, she, uh, um, when that was her music choice, she did have a lot of Spice Girls. So, sadly, I know a few of them. Oh, I'm so sorry. Moving on, this day in 1999, Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban, the third book of the series by J.K. Rowling, is published by Bloomsbury in the U.K. You know, I still haven't read any of the books, but I enjoyed the movie series. The movies were great. They were. All right, let's move on. I never read the books either. This day in 2008, American businessman T. Boone Pickens announces his Pickens plan, an energy policy that moves away from imported oil. I just like the name T. Boone Pickens. T. Boone Pickens, he be strumming it all night. (laughs) And then finally, this date in 2010, Inception, directed by Christopher Nolan, starring Leonardo DiCaprio and Joseph Gordon-Levitt, premieres in London. Great movie. How is is that 11 years old now? Holy cow. Makes you feel old, doesn't it? Yep, it's a fantastic movie, though. (laughs) <laughs> oh, and finally, before we head out for the day, for the today, let's run down some of today's holidays, today. where we talk about the things that we like to well, celebrate. For instance, today is National Scud Day. That's an acronym for Savor the Comic, Unplug the Drama Day. Oh, I, think, I thought it was scuds like in the toilet, like drop a big Sherwood and or the scud missiles. The walls. Yeah, <laughs> it is Be a Kid Again Day. Isn't that every day for you, Tone? Yep. 
Yay! It is Math 2.0 Day. No thanks, I'll pass. Yeah, we'll stick with <laughs> It is National Freezer Pop Day. Okay. It is National Ice Cream Sunday Day. Not strawberry ice yep. cream, just. And then it's finally National Milk Chocolate with Almonds Day. Another one I can get behind. Yeah, I can get behind that. All right, folks, that does it for today's episode. We will be back tomorrow with a brand new episode. Good news, everybody, on Friday. Enjoy the rest of your Thursday, folks. Peace.